1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Lee Griffiths will be left behind when Celtic travel to France this week. Is Stephen Gerrard on Bristol City's radar? And we hear from new hip striker Kevin Nisbet on why he turned, turned down a move to Hearts. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Hugh, Hugh Keevans. Well, I, I think that when Celtic uh, needed to show Lee Griffiths compassion, they did so. When Celtic needed Lee Griffiths to play football, he showed them contempt. For me, he is out of order. He is contemptuous of his profession. He's contemptuous of his manager, Neil Lennon, who did so much for him. He's contemptuous of his club and teammates. And he's contemptuous of the Celtic support. Bang, out of order. Well, that's what Hugh thinks. We want to hear what you think as well. 01419511025 on the phones or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. We're also hearing from fans all this week as well about how they've gone above and beyond during lockdown to raise money for their clubs and communities. We hear from plenty of them tonight and in the coming days. You can share your stories online with the hashtag more than just a game. But the big story, Hugh, from over the weekend is that Lee Griffiths will remain in Glasgow when Celtic fly out to their pre-season tournament in France this week. He wasn't even in the squad when they travelled to Loughborough last week when they were down south for a training camp and that's because he didn't meet the expected fitness levels the club were looking for as the players returned from the coronavirus shutdown. There was a, a statement from Celtic that said Lee is undertaking his own fitness programme along with some other players at Lennox Town. He'll, t- uh, he'll team up with the squad when they return from France. What was your initial reaction when you saw that story? I thought to myself, it's like the 1960s when the close season was 10 weeks long and players habitually used to return for training a stone, stone and a half, maybe two stone overweight. Now, football then got serious. We had nutritionists, we had all manner of things designed to help people get fit, maintain their fitness. But Lee Griffiths has done away with all of that. Now, coming back overweight for your work, it's football's form of industrial misconduct for me. I can't believe that with a a season as important as the one that's about to begin looming on the horizon, he does this to Celtic. During this shutdown, it's obviously been an odd time and it's been something that no one has experienced in football before. And I suppose there has been a lot of trust between the coaches and and the managers and the players because they've had to give them these training regimes and they've had to go away and and do the work themselves. We don't know what Lee Griffiths has been up to in that time. All we know is that he's not come back in the required shape, but it will be a big disappointment for Neil Lennon. You are a professional player. You are obliged to be in peak condition when your club needs you. Celtic, apart from the training camp in Loughborough, uh, have three important games to play before the serious stuff begins and he's not fit for work. So spare me all the guff about Rocky Balboa and all the things he's taken from that movie. That is nothing other than guff. He's now asking Celtic for a second chance, which is a recurring theme in Lee Griffith's career. It's not... The type of disruption you need as well When Celtic are going into what is such a big season And you've had a a massive disruption already With the coronavirus shutdown When you're going into What as I said is a massive season Celtic going for 10 in a row To not have 
a guy that was was key for them, ready yeah. and fit for the first few weeks of of the season potentially would, would be a massive massive disruption. To his great credit, he came back from the personal issues that everyone knows about in his private life, and he and Odson Edward uh, created a partnership that provided Celtic with a terrific finish to the season. Now he's let himself down again. And as I say, it's a recurring theme of his career. He's almost 30 years old now. We're not talking about an impressionable kid here. Uh, and I think more than anyone, he's let Neil Lennon down because Neil Lennon understands the problems that Lee Griffiths had off the park and Lee was shown compassion by the manager. But in return, he's shown Neil Lennon contempt. Celtic fans, I'm sure you've got plenty to say on this topic, so make sure you get involved. 0141 951 1025. I'm quite interested in the, the logistics of it all because we know Celtic went down to Loughborough last week. They they went away for a, a dedicated training camp. Would it not have been beneficial for him to go down there, be with the rest of the squad, have the watchful eye of the coaches, or do you think that you know, Neil Lennon keeping him away from that group was maybe more of a, a punishment than anything. So he could he could go up and, you know, he's got his programme. This is where you need to be. You're not allowed to be with the rest of the squad. You just focus on that for now. Well, I think Neil Lennon was obviously so disgusted by what had taken place that he just wanted him out of his sight. Uh, and they were working very hard at Lennox Town. Uh, you're right, working with the group uh, would have been a good thing. However, if you're not fit enough yet... To work with the group And you are overweight Then there has to be a punishment Aspect to it all Because as I say You're a contracted professional footballer Expected to use your time wisely During the lockdown They've all come back I will guarantee you As fit as fiddles With one notable exception We know Lee Griffiths has had his his personal issues Celtic stuck by him through that Neil Lennon actually said himself I remember him in a a press conference Saying that he was looking for Lee Griffiths To to repay the club for the commitment That they showed him during his time away from football I can't imagine that this is a great look No, no He did repay them to an extent By forming that partnership with Odson Edward By scoring as many goals as he did But he's let himself down And in the process he has badly let down Neil Lennon. You look at Celtic striking options as well. Obviously, Odson Edward, we know he's the star man. He's the, the goal-getter. He's the man that you know Celtic fans will be relying on for goals. He did strike up a very good partnership with Lee Griffiths at the end of last season. But you look beyond those two, especially mm. with Celtic playing with two strikers. Quite often, they were playing that 3-5-2 system with Griffiths and Edward together. You look beyond that, you've got Patrick Clamalla, you've oh. got Vakinis of Bayo, two guys who haven't managed to prove themselves yet at Celtic and if you don't have a Lee Griffiths who is firing on all cylinders that will be a worry for Neil Lennon that he's only really got one proven striker there I would say it's an even bigger worry if you spend millions of pounds as Celtic have done on Bayo and Klamala and after all this time they're still not ready uh, that for me would be even more worrying that, that would amount to quite simply a large scale waste of money and then it's a case for Neil Lennon of, you know, to, can he afford to look to those two and say, right, this is your opportunity to to step up and show at the start of the season that you're ready and, and raring to go? Or is it too big a risk with what's at stake this well, season? Quite simply, Andrew, they get their chance to show what they can do. When Celtic play Hamilton Ackies uh, on the 2nd of August, you'll know if they've done anything to impress Neil Lennon because they'll either be in the team or on the bench or proving to be a waste of money. 
01419511025 if you want to get involved on the phones. Grant is first up. He's a Celtic fan in Kirk and Tillich. Grant, what are your thoughts tonight? Uh, hi, Hugh. Hello, Grant. Hi. I just, uh, I'm just wondering, you, you were talking about Lee Griffiths there. Um, obviously, he's come back from lockdown as, as such, and he, he's overweight. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to ask a question on the Lee Griffiths has been supported by Celtic for a long time uh-huh. over the mental health issues and, set, and, and such and such. He's come back, and last season he was absolutely fantastic with the support. Uh-huh. Um, he, he gets up every morning in a routine. He goes to his training, speaks to everybody. So, do you think lockdown has an effect on this? What, what, what Lee, maybe if that makes sense. Uh, no, I don't think he's, he, not, he, he, he's not got the routine that he had. Well, maybe if if that makes sense. Neither has Callum McGregor or Scott Brown or James Forrest or anybody else you care to mention. They're all back. They they, they didn't suffer from mental health issues, you. Well, no. Listen, you know, everyone is sorry for Lee Griffiths and those problems that he has, and everyone is supportive of him, but. This is a physical matter You're in lockdown I would have thought that the best thing for you Would be to get out and get some training done Even if it's only pounding the streets What is to be gained by sitting in the house And and letting things swim over you Uh, So everyone is supportive of him Everyone is sympathetic But you can't bring that up and say That explains everything I'm 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 not putting blame on blame on that. I'm just, I'm just thinking that do you not think it's a factor in this? No, I don't. I I really don't. Uh, because that, that should, well, that's your that's your. I, I think this could possibly be something that is a factor. Um, and I think we could maybe. I it think, would be good if we if we could ask Neil Lennon. I think maybe if I he would come out and say. No, Neil Lennon has shown by his actions what he thinks of it all. I think if Lee Griffiths was suffering from the problems that he's had in the past, he was duty-bound to tell Neil Lennon that things were getting on top of him. But he's made no contact with Celtic on that particular issue. He has simply come back overweight and his manager is fed up with him. Grant, I know you've got yeah, some you- sympathy for, for Lee Griffiths, but is it worrying for you that with you know less than three weeks to go, until the season starting that a man that was so influential at the, the end of last season I think it was eight goals in the, the last 13 games he played for Celtic that, that he doesn't look as if he will be ready for the, for the start of the campaign well, Absolutely but I, I just think that the media are just over over emphasising that the fact that he, uh, he's, he's listen, overweight and no, no, no one seems to know the, listen, the, Grant, the true reason behind it Grant no one knew he was overweight and unavailable for his work until Neil Lennon told everyone. And that's because Neil Lennon was disgusted and said, you're not going to France, you're not going to Loughborough to the training camp, you're staying here and you'll get some work done. Now, of all the managers to have, Neil Lennon was the best one for for Lee Griffiths to have because Neil Lennon knows the problems that he suffers from. Therefore, if there was anything of that type in the background, he could have contacted Neil Lennon, he could have flagged it up, but he's simply come back for his work unfit. 
Did, did Dave Lennon say that he was disgusted with Lee Griffiths? Well, Grant, draw your own conclusions. He's not taken to a training camp. He's told he's not going to France. Never mind trying to work with the group. You're not fit enough to work with the group. Just stay here. That's the thing. Hugh, Neil Lennon hasn't come out and said anything as of yet. We've just had a statement from Celtic saying that, you know, he, he didn't go to Loughborough. He won't be going to France because of, you know, he didn't meet the, the expected fitness requirements. But is now a, a massive chance for Lee Griffiths in this next three weeks to, to prove to Celtic that he really wants to be there. He really wants to be a part of this squad. Well, I, again, he's placed himself in a position where he'll have to bounce back from this. And Grant and all the other Celtic supporters will be delighted. But as I say, spare me all the Rocky Balboa stuff. Just come back, first of all, in a proper condition to train and play football. Uh, and now you're going to have to work your backside off to be ready for the start of this season. I don't think he can be ready uh, given the, the weight issues and what have you. I don't think he can be ready for the 1st of August and therefore uh, that's a problem for Celtic. If they can't get goals out of Klamala, Bio, whoever, I, I just think he's acted in an unprofessional manner. Final point to you, Grant? I just, yeah, everybody's got their own opinion, but I just, I just think we need to give him a wee bit of leeway. That's, that's my opinion. That's the thing that there will be some supporters that that will give him leeway, Hugh, and there's other supporters. You know, I've seen some reaction on Twitter of of people not being happy, people losing a bit of patience, which they do with this kind of thing. Mm. And look, we're not saying we know exactly what Lee Griffiths was up to during lockdown, whether he was sticking to the the training regimes that, that he was meant to be or not. But people will draw their own conclusions, and some Celtic fans won't be happy about this. Now, obviously, given any issue at all involving any club you'll find a variety of opinions on the matter. However, I repeat, if Lee Griffiths had any problems off the park that were hindering his ability to train and hindering his ability to come back as fit as he should have been for the resumption of training, he had the best manager possible there in Neil Lennon because if anyone understands Lee Griffiths' issues, it's Neil Lennon because he bravely in the past has opened up on those issues concerning himself. Well, thank you to Grant in Kirk and Telecup. Next, Mark is a Celtic fan in Hamilton. Mark, what are your thoughts on this? Really, lads. I'm just listening to Grant there on the radio. They're talking about the lad Griffiths. My opinion is I would just get shot in there. The liability Celtic now. He's turning up in that condition. It's, it's, not, and it's, it's not good enough. Celtic have been done more than enough to keep this lad taking over and he does that to him. He is the second, the second choice, no second choice. He plays up now with Edward up front, but he's totally let that down because he'll not be fat again for the time for the start of the season here. Well, Grant, uh, sorry, Mark, there's that great old uh, Scottish expression, don't cut your nose off to spite your face. Everyone knows that uh, Lee Griffiths, with over 100 goals for Celtic, uh, has been an outstanding player. Uh, but periodically, and you know this to be the case, Mark, periodically he lets himself down and he let Celtic down in the process, and he's done it again. But I would be inclined to get him fit, get him in the team, and if he can produce the goods, then okay. You have to let bygones be bygones, because he got himself fit and made up for his own mistake. He cleaned up his own mess. But 
I wouldn't say right just bin him now because he's too valuable a commodity mark I know but it's the same tricks all the time he'll be at this season again coming up this is the biggest season out and to start off he just lets us down straight away even before a ball's kicked you know yeah um, and and that's why that's a very disappointing that's why I think Neil Lennon uh, would have held his head in his hands when he saw Lee Griffith you know the 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 four months that we've been in lockdown, Mark, there's no reason why a professional footballer of his standing should not be keeping himself fit. I'm quite sure that Celtic's backroom staff have given all the players a variety of training uh, hints and tips and what have you, programmes to carry out. And for a professional footballer in 2020 to come back overweight, as I say, it's not 1960. Well, the season would end They'd all jump onto a plane And go to the Costa del Sol And come back two stone overweight It's not 1960 It's 60 years on from that And Lee Griffith uh, Has shown contempt for his profession By being so unprofessional Mark? Yes, I don't know Listen to you He's right everything he says But um, I said quite a few chances now I don't know I just don't see where he's going to go. The lad, he's just it's in him. That's the, the way he is. But um, he'll get it through the season again somewhere. It's a stick on. But that's only my opinion. Listen, thanks, guys, for having me on. Thanks Thank very you. much. Thank you, Mark. Thank you to Mark in Hamilton. 01419511025 if you want to get involved. We could be hearing from you after the travel with Stephen. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh, when you came into the studio earlier on, you always come in, set the computer, go through yeah. Twitter. There was a sort of confused look in your face at yes. one point when a tweet came through. Uh, with a YouTube video attached that was claiming that, that you were in a, a music video. We know you had your own Christmas music video. Yes. Um, but not not the same one. And we clicked on it, had a look, and there you are, front yeah. and centre of a music video. Yes. And looking tremendously smart, it has to be said. Proper colour and tie on and everything. So uh, I, I thank you to uh, Declan Welsh and the Decadent West As they are called Yeah a song called <laughs> Ghosted by Declan Welsh And the Decadent West What they've done is basically They were all filming themselves In their house Singing their new song And the lead singer I was going to say for some reason But why wouldn't he Had a, a photo of you Up on his TV screen While he was singing yeah. And you were in the background While he was singing along So I'm there just, you go uh, two, mu- two music videos In the space of a year I'm just wondering About the possibility Of royalties here You know If the single takes off And Major fashion I must have a word with them And uh, yeah, raise, be, raise the topic of royalties They'll be regretting that move very soon yes. I know how seriously you'll take this Hugh 10% Gov <laughs> 0141951125 On the phone lines Paul is a Celtic fan in Airdrie up next Paul what are your thoughts tonight? I just uh, want to take you up his opinion of Lee Griffiths I've, I've actually been down walking about his birthday party. He's been bombing around a, a mountain bike The last couple of weeks so not as if he's no title but I think she just let us concentrate in 10 in a row and you concentrate in bringing our team down and what is Neil Lennon to concentrate on then because he's the one that told well, Lee Griffiths he wasn't to go to France and play for Celtic yeah. I mean, that's fine well he'll concentrate and get his fitness up while the rest of the team's away then no 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 he's supposed Maybe to he's supposed to come back fit he's not supposed to need right. a private well, don't worry session. about it listen you're concentrating 10 in a row with Lee Griffiths ways 
Right, he done, he done it with when Rangers came by for their training camp with Ethan Morales. Couldn't he keep up? And Celtic won the league cause it, so a lot of us concentrating on our team. Fine, Paul. Instead of you criticising them. It's not a criticism. I'm standing here for an hour giving my opinion on matters as you are giving your opinion on me, giving my opinion on these matters. <laughs> exactly. Well, Lee Griffiths will get yourself out in the back of the team soon enough, don't you worry about it. But you, listen, it's not a case of me worrying. It's a case of Neil Lennon having been let down by this particular player. And the plenty of Celtic supporters will feel let down as well because they understand the importance of the season. No, and of course it's important. That's why he's been left behind the train, and he'll do that, and he'll get back in the team. I can't help but feel you're missing the point entirely here, Paul. The no, fact he's that, not been missing the point. Yes, you are. The fact is, he should be with the team. He should be gelling again with Odson Edward. They have matches to play in France, but he can't go because he's not fit. That's correct, and Neil Lennon put him back and punished him for it, and he will come back a better player. Paul, is is your view that you know Lee Griffiths has proven the doubters wrong before? Do you expect him to to do that again? And you know, if he's back and, and fully fit and firing, everything will just be forgotten about. Of course he will. Huh? Well, I think you're you are the apologist in this deal uh, because no needed. yeah, you are you are. Uh, disallowing the idea of any criticism of Lee Griffiths when in fact it is the club who have criticised Lee Griffiths by by deed and the deed that's was the, telling him not to job. turn up in France for the, the games no will you ever see, ever, ever see another player getting held behind the tail to get themselves up yeah, again you're missing the point he's a professional football player he's a professional football player on the cusp of the most important season for Celtic in 22 years and he's come back and he's overweight and unfit for work that I cannot get round to your way of thinking that does not sound to me like uh, this is everyone's fault except Lee Griffiths this is nobody's fault Except Lee Griffith But nobody's blaming anybody else Just let him go and get himself fat Stop criticising the guy The guy's got enough on his plate We've all been stuck in that house For the last four months And, and he, he's, he's getting himself out fat I've seen him out training Getting himself fat So don't, don't worry about Lee Griffiths He'll be, he'll be back and he'll be fine You'll be fine as well Paul Thank you very much Well thank you to Paul uh, Paul and Airdrie That's the thing He's saying he's seen Lee Griffiths Out training on his bike there is a lot of factors to the modern day football although it's not just a case of going out and, and, and running and cycling there's specific exercises, yeah. workouts there's nutrition, there's a lot that comes into being a professional footballer in 2020 To be a player at a club as big as Celtic to be a player as important to Celtic as Lee Griffiths and to come back and be declared unfit for work because you're overweight is unprofessional in 2020 and Neil Lennon has shown his displeasure by leaving him out of the group altogether now. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Scott is a Celtic fan in Barmulloch. Scott. Evening, guys. Um, I think the problem we we, we leave coming back is. By the way, that, I think you'll find a split. Sure that that last caller there was quite critical. Well, obviously, wasn't being as critical as possibly other callers have been. So I'm I'm sure in the critical camp. Um, Nowadays, back back in the days when I, when I played football, most older people were playing in that. Your, your close season, you come back and you'd run for miles 
and you do trips to the gym, that would be it for the first six weeks or whatever it may be, you'd get hammered. Nowadays, players are not allowed to come back much more than maybe a couple of kilos overweight. Lee's been training for four weeks now. Four weeks he's been back, or three and a half weeks, round about that. And yet he's still deemed to be not fit enough to travel over his squad. I mean, nobody said he's came back overweight. What he's been branded as is unfit. Now, I don't know what the unfit part of it is. Is it overweight? Is he not meeting the bleep tests? It could be a lot of different things. And I, I, was, I, I was pretty sure I read in the media somewhere that Celtic have got GPS tracking things that you use for the guys to get exercises to do and they do it in bikes and blah, blah, blah. And all these, all these sort of fitness reports go back to the, the club for years. What I'm more disgusted in is, and disgusted is probably too strong a word, but maybe more disappointed, is that in the biggest season in 50 years for our club, that a guy that we've stuck by for the last 18 months and every Celtic fan always, well, they always back me, guy, because we get what he gives to us when he's on the park. But he's let himself down, he's let his gaffer down, he's let the club down, he's more, more likely to let a lot of the fans down, and possibly let some of his family members down too. Now, I know he's had issues off the pitch, but after all that, after all the, all the time we've all spent behind him, to let us down this season, I'm very disappointed in him, very disappointed. And I said, I don't know which state he's come back. Is he come back five kilos overweight, ten kilos overweight, or he's just not hitting his targets? But that's not good enough. No, not for a professional football player in this day and age. No, as I say, the bigger the club, uh, the greater the attitude of mind has to be uh, if you play for that club. Um, last season, when Alfredo Morelos came back late for training, and the Rangers were getting ready to play Hearts in the Scottish Cup, and Steven Gerrard left them out of the team again. He had been shown compassion. He was allowed to go back to Colombia to attend to family matters. And he repaid Stephen Gerrard by showing him contempt and coming back too late to be considered for that game. As you have said and other Celtic supporters have repeated, this is a very, very important season for Celtic. The holy grail of 10 in a row is there for the Celtic supporters. And... Someone who lit up the back half of last season is not fit to play and not fit through his own negligence. That has to be a major source of disappointment for Neil Lennon. You'd think that, I mean, obviously, we're not going to have any games before the season starts, now, apart from these, these pre season games. They might be able to find a friendly somewhere along the lines. But these were basically the only games he's going to get before the, the action starts. Where it's Hamilton and then you've got the Champions League qualifiers and all that going about. And especially with the Champions League qualifiers being one-legged this year, you're going to get one chance at it. Mm. And that might be, a, it might be a vital away. It might be an away game and you're looking to nick a goal. It might be a home game you're looking to nick a goal. You're only getting one shot at it. So we need all our goal scorers up, up and fire. I just, I just hope that this doesn't finish his career because a one-and-two goal scorer in this day and age Costing millions of pounds. We only paid just over a million quid for Wheelie, and he's been great, great value for it. Yeah. But and where he's been great value, he's then let himself down, and it's been particularly probably the last three years. I remember Brendan Rodgers when he was still here. Brendan Rodgers criticised Lee Griffiths in training. Uh huh. Right at the start of the season as well. So I mean, I get it. Some people are no great trainers. Paddy McCourt was probably one of the worst trainers at Celtic for that iron. But he had all the skills and the tricks and all that to to. To capture the imagination of fans That's how the fans liked him so much But Lee I, I just don't get it this He's is the biggest club he'll ever be at And he's Is he going to ruin his career By throwing that away? 
This is a. I hope not, but hey, well. This is a particularly difficult time because the players, all of them, at all clubs, have had four months out of football. Four months because of the coronavirus. Now Lee Griffiths, on top of that four months, I think could take another two months to be ready for Neil Lennon to consider him. At six months without football, uh, and as Scott has said, there'll be European matches to be played. It's a blow for Steve Clark as well. Scotland games to be played. And the Championship begins on the 1st of August and Lee Griffiths won't be ready for that. So it's a blow. Now you have Bayo and Patrick Clamalla coming to the forefront because they say Celtic spent millions of pounds on these two. And they are either having to step up to the plate now or Celtic will have to acknowledge they're not up to it. Scott raises a good point there in the fact that you know when it comes to, to Celtic and Rangers with these European qualifiers, sometimes the some of the biggest games in your season are right at the start of yeah. the campaign. And if Neil Lennon looked at his team at the tail end of last season and thought, you know what, that three five two worked really well with Edward and Griffiths up top. That's what I want to be, you know, playing going into the start of this season. When you've got the games against the likes of PSG, Leon coming up, if that's what he's wanting to do. He'll be wanting to test that system out again of against that opposition. And if you're unable to do that and you've got these important games, competitive games right at the start of the campaign, it is a big disruption. What you want to do is you say to yourself, Edward and Griffith showed that they can make a fine partnership. Therefore, what they were achieving when last season ended, you're looking for them to achieve as the new season begins. And right away... You can't have that because one of them came back unfit to work. Scott, how key was Lee Griffiths for you in that tail end of last season when he was playing up top with Odds and Edward? I, I thought, to, to be honest, when he came back into the team, I thought that he actually helped Edward because there was so much pressure on Eddie to score the goals. And don't get me wrong, we've got Ryan Christie and James Forrest both scoring. Well, one scored 18, I think the other one scored 19 goals last season. So we've got plenty of goals in the team. But he... he, he he let Edward drop off a wee bit Get into the areas where Teams don't like him running him With a ball at his feet A lot of the times uh, Eddie was playing up front He was having to take on teams Basically with long balls into channels and that. When Lee's there It means he can drop off a wee bit Go a wee bit deeper And get, get on the ball And I mean the amount, of, the amount of goals He actually assisted in last season If you look back It was up there with assists as well So I, I just think that It was a good partnership And I just think Lee has possibly ruined that now. Well, he certainly ruined it for the start of the season. I was looking forward to seeing the three-five-two again because we'd plenty of goals in the team. Well, I mean, you'd three players scoring upwards of twenty goals each between Edward, Christie, Forrest, uh, and uh, Lee. So I mean, it's disappointing. That's all I say. I, I mean, obviously there might be more to the story than's come out, but if he's come back as unfit as what's been made out, it's very disappointing. And I'm sure Leo, uh, I'm sure uh, Neil. Will be mega, mega disappointed Because he'll throw his plans up, up in the air a bit Well of all the things that have gone through Neil Lennon's mind during the last four months I'm quite sure the one he did not expect Was that one of his players Going into this crucial season Would come back Unfit for work And now he's found there is one Scott raises a point there as well About the fact that you know Celtic can adapt They can They've got goal scorers all over the pitch That might Help soften the blow for Neil Lennon That he knows he's got yeah. a, a range of players He can rely on going forward But if you have the dream ticket 
in Edward and Griffiths and that they finished last season in such good form, you are thinking, well, everything is based around that. And then one of them turns up and he's not fit to work. That's a major disappointment for a manager in, in this day and age. Well, thank you to Scott in Barmala. Call 141 Give us a call and we could be hearing from you after the travel with Stephen. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean, in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. A positive story that came out not long before we came on air, Hugh, was that the second round of testing has been complete for... Yeah. Uh, COVID-19 Obviously the, the clubs now need to test their players regularly With the season coming up And a total of 1,055 Scottish Premiership players and staff Were tested for COVID-19 last week Between Monday and Sunday And there were no positive results recorded Good news And I'm very happy to listen to news bulletins today Saying that Scotland in general uh, Is turning the corner Where this awful pandemic is concerned And no deaths recorded for five days in a row Wonderful for the country in general uh, and for football in particular. The next step, Andrew, how do we get people back into football grounds? I I noticed that PSG played a friendly last night. 5,000 people were allowed to attend. Obviously, Paris Saint-Germain have a a ground that would easily facilitate physical distancing. uh, And we could do that here in Scotland. It's the next and the ultimate step. Yeah, we're certainly in for an interesting next few weeks and months to see how Scottish football will progress through this. We can only take it a day at the time at the moment and the information we get, but at the moment it, it is looking positive in terms of obviously no no positive tests for, for players and we assume that fans will be back in the grounds sooner than, than we first expected. I mean, first way back when you know people were talking about 2021, there was then an October date. Mm. Whether there will be tests done uh, in friendly matches beforehand, we don't know yet. But certainly, we know we know clubs are keen to get fans back in the stadiums, and fa- and fans are keen to get back as long as we can do it safely. Yeah, well, that's the priority. Uh, we have been through. Uh, the United Kingdom has been through an absolutely awful time. Tens of thousands of people have lost their lives. Therefore, safety is of paramount importance. But I, I can't help but feel. Uh, in layman's terms That we must be moving closer to the day When fans are allowed back in In uh, smaller numbers But allowed back in to, to watch the games Another good news story as well We can exclusively reveal that Scottish football fans Have donated more than £1 million To keep their clubs alive through lockdown Some teams have been wondering How they'll survive financially With the effects of the coronavirus pandemic But we've been speaking to fans across the country Who have shown their support Through fundraising and online donations We've been speaking to Paul Goodwin From the Scottish Football Supporters Association And he's been telling us Just how generous the fans are in Scotland been horrific It's threatened clubs because it's a nuclear winter and we've been through 12, 16 weeks of nuclear winter and we can see a depression, not a recession, a real depression coming and that's a huge issue. But what the fans do, well, I've been amazed. We're bu- we've been buying season tickets up here for the big clubs, for the small clubs, without even knowing when the season's going to start. Fans said last year, OK, we missed eight or ten games, you know, keep the money. I don't want the money, I want the club to survive. and. That, that's grassroots, grassroots up. We care. 
And one thing that's great about your program is, is you're going to be sharing this and this will give ideas to other people to say, what can I do to help my local club? And that's fantastic. There's obviously been so many so many worrying things that have happened throughout yeah. these last few months and, and troubling things, but it has brought out the the greatness in a lot of people as well to show the, the kindness and their generosity. Well, you know, people are entitled to be concerned by the immediate future. How will it affect them at their, their places of work? Will they have jobs to go back to? Uh, what effect will the crisis have on their ability to earn so many things, but the generosity has been overwhelming uh, and truly, uh, when people talk about clubs being for the community, the community has returned the favour to the clubs. It just shows how much football means to people in Scotland as well, that you know, even if they are struggling financially, emotionally, that they will look to their football clubs as a, a pillar of the community and something that they want to see survive this. Yeah, uh, and... The modern day expression The optics are good uh, Because we've had A summer and a half With disharmony And discord Off the park The clubs have Fought with each other They're still fighting We still have the Hearts and Partick Thistle Situation To be resolved It looks as if It's been delayed By a week It could be That we won't get A final decision Until a matter of days Before the season Is due to begin uh, and if the final decision is to let Hearts and Partick Thistle back into the divisions they were in, then we've got the ultimate chaos on our hands. But in the meantime, to all supporters of all clubs, your generosity has been noted and it's been remarkable. Yeah, all this week across our online platforms, our news bulletins, we'll be bringing you the stories of fans going above and beyond to help their clubs like we are today, but also their charities and communities as well that we'll talk about in the coming days. And we're celebrating the, the positive work of football fans in your community. You can share your stories with us as well using the hashtag more than just a game on Twitter. One person we've been speaking to is Caroline Mackey from Eldersley. She organised a fundraiser for Partick Thistle, which has raised almost £45,000. She says everyone was delighted to play their part. People from other clubs giving bits here and there, people from different countries, um people that would normally go to the match on a Saturday but there's no match so they'd work out what they were going to maybe spend at the game if they'd gone and they'd donate that each week without them there would be no game would there there's no point in playing to a, an empty stadium every week it's the club that are made by the fans without without them there is no club I think it's actually been a really good way of uniting the fans because as with any club there's always a bit of division between fans people are having a niggle here and a niggle there but I think this has actually brought all the fans together. Until the 1st of August, then they'll start <laughs> shouting at each other. Uh, but, uh, I repeat, the, the community have rallied behind their club in that particular community. And up at the Celtic and Rangers level, the, the tens of thousands of season tickets that have been sold, remarkable. Uh, and, as I say, we still don't know for sure that the season will start the 1st of August. Please don't jinx it. Please don't jinx it. We need it back <laughs> on the 1st and 2nd of August. Oh, of we really do. But um, a lot of clubs as well, it's interesting to see the transfer activity because a lot of clubs don't really seem to be struggling in the ways that we maybe thought they would. There is still money being banded about. Clubs are paying transfer fees for players. Players are moving between clubs. So is that a promising sign? Um, you're surprised by some of it You know the Hibs players have been asked mm. to take pay cuts And then they signed Kevin Nisbet for, for £250,000 
uh, Hearts were going to have a, a football director of operations And now they're not I assume that has something to do with finance uh, Johnny Hayes goes to Aberdeen And agrees not to be paid for a season uh, we, we, we live in strange times But we're holding on It is a very strange one The, the Hibs one you bring up there as well There's been talk of redundancies There's been deferrals Talk of cuts as well And then you've got Kevin Nisbet Who's come in Prolific goal scorer In the championship last season For Dunfermline A fee believed to be in the region Of around £250,000 I've seen a lot of talk on Twitter about it It's something that isn't quite sitting right With, with some people Well if you ask the, the staff The entire staff to take wage cuts uh, and then spend £250,000 on a new player, uh, you are entitled to have a, a double take. However, ultimately, the success of Hibs on the park uh, will be to everyone's benefit. And if you bring in someone that you think can get you match-winning, season-changing goals, then you know the, the business of the club has to go on. Yeah, because at the end of the day, football clubs, they are businesses. Yeah. And, you know, if, if they are bringing in a guy who is the difference between, you know, maybe finishing in the bottom half and finishing in a European place, yeah. it is massive. And financially going forward, it would really help. Yeah, it would seem to those players who have agreed to a wage cut to be a peculiar brand of economics. Uh, we must take a wage cut, but at the same time, you're spending quarter of a million pounds on a player. However, ultimately, if that player makes your team more successful, then in the long run, he'll help get you more money. And Kevin Nisbet was saying today when he was speaking to the press that he was actually offered a deal by Hibs in January. The The move fell through and he's been offered a, a reduced wage at this point by the club because of the coronavirus pandemic. Well, he's getting a, a good move to a good club who have been burning through money as they all have done since this awful crisis started. Uh, so I wish him well. Uh, and Hibs I think will be the better for having him there Well thank you for all your calls tonight Thank you for your tweets as well And everyone getting involved We'll be back tomorrow night It'll be Alison Conroy in the hot seat Alongside Gordon DL And make sure to stick around tonight Because Barry Wilkins is up next